Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, uh, joined by Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and On3. Uh, Jerry, I tell you what, uh, it's time for the grades uh, section on <laughs> Sunday afternoon for the Longhorns. Uh, this one, I would think, is going to be a little bit easier than the Rice grades for us. What do you think? Well, I mean, yeah, this is the uh, this is when you want to be the teacher, right? Today, this morning's when you want to be the teacher. Sunday, after a 34-24 win in Alabama, um, I think uh, it was the first time an assistant has beat Nick Saban, a former assistant, in Tuscaloosa at Bryant-Denny Stadium. That's a first. First top three AP road win since not what 1969 the game in yep. arkansas yep okay you can just go down the list keep going down the list of things what was nick saban you know uh they they had first double digit loss at home for nick saban as a head coach in alabama the worst home defeat for alabama since south carolina in 2004 so it's a pretty good morning to hand out grades i would say <laughs> It is, it and is I'm sure I missed a lot of stats, but I don't have ESPN stats and info in front of me. <laughs> I tell you what, Jerry, uh, let's start. Uh, let, we're going to do grades position yeah. by position like we normally do. Uh, let's start with quarterback. Um, appropriately so, yes. I would say. Uh, Quinn Ewers finishes 24 of 38 for 349 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 9.2 yard average uh, on uh, the night for him. On, on on passes in general, not just completed passes. Right. All, that's just an amazing time average. Hits on two deep balls, one to Xavier Worthy that was just a, a well-thrown ball, another to A.D. Mitchell who went out and got it. Uh, and then the intermediate game really worked in the second half after focusing early on the underneath stuff. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I thought the thing with Quinn is he was sharp early. Uh, and I thought that was big. He was sharp early, and we'll get to it, but he wasn't getting hit. And I thought that was big early, right? And Sartre did a good job of, I think, putting his offensive line and Quinn in the best position to be successful early in the game. Uh, you threw out all those numbers, and that's with a couple of drop touchdowns. I mean, yep. it, so he had a whale of a performance. But he was accurate in short, intermediate, and deep. If a quarterback – is protected, and you're accurate on short, intermediate, deep, you get into the Heisman conversation. Pretty and simple. Your, and your receivers are open. Yes. They were open. They got open against Alabama's DB. I want to add this. You mentioned him being accurate early. I think one of the key points of the game actually was very early. Texas converted a fourth down on a pass to JT Sanders. You, you yep. remember that? Yep. That – had to give that offense some confidence because that same situation last week against Rice, a similar one, more at midfield, it, it looked like a flubbed opportunity for Texas. Yeah. This one, first down, Texas was there to fight the rest of the way, Jerry. And, and the, the the touchdown that Worthy dropped. Yes. was a great throw. So every even when things didn't go as planned or weren't executed as planned, Quinn still had very positive thoughts early in that game. I made the right read or I made the right throw. Okay. Yep. And I'm I had to put the ball where only my guy. That throw to Worthy was great. Not a good throw. That was a great throw that Worthy just didn't fully extend for and pull it in. But he 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 threw balls. The stuff in the intermediate game, deep intermediate game, the JT Sanders was 
really, really impressive. He made a lot of money last night. Now it's easier when you're clean in your pocket, right? And you can step yeah. into the pocket as a pocket passing quarterback. But he made a lot, he made money throws last night. He made make myself money throws last night in the intermediate <laughs> game. And yeah, I think that I think that he uh, also uh, put uh, the Longhorns in a position to have a whale of a season. The Longhorns now two and zero. Is there any other grade for you other than A plus? Zero turnovers too, by the way. Right. Didn't even mention that. No, A, a, plus. a, a plus for sure. No, there's okay. no no way around it. I mean, and um, you know, you're like I said, you're a couple of drop touchdowns away from having a a game that really vault you right into the Heisman conversation. And he's going to be in it with Shadur Sanders and and Williams at, at USC right now, maybe Michael Penix. But uh, he, he's established himself now uh, with a chance to fight for the Heisman Trophy. And for, I know fans don't care about it, Bobby, but the universities do. Yeah, no doubt. It, it's, it's one of those things. All right, running backs, uh, Jerry, uh, moving forward to those guys. Uh, I thought Jonathan Brooks led the team in rushing with only 57 yards on 14 carries, but the last seven minutes of the game was a clinic in yeah. how to run the clock out by running the ball. Yeah. And Jonathan Brooks had a couple of tough yard runs where he got the first down after the defender had engaged mm -hmm. and carried him forward for an extra yard. Um, there was just a lot of that going on on a Saturday night where C.J. Baxter was maximizing runs. Jonathan Brooks, even Jaden Blue got in, in the action on a little screen ball. Uh, Keelan Robinson uh, saw action multiple uh, times, too. Um, not overly impressive overall stat-wise, 37 carries for 105 yards and 2.8 yards per carry. But let's kind of be clear, Jerry. That's kind of that's more than they had on the ground all of last year with Bijan and Roshan. That's what I was going to point out. I, Brooks and uh, C.J. Baxter rushed for more yards than Bijan and Roshan last year. Um, and Alabama, and that's on the road when Alabama was going to sell out to stop the run. So it, I, that game, Bobby, the way they run won that game without having the big run down the sidelines, but Chris Obanite so reminded me of that Texas Oklahoma game in the Cotton Bowl. It's kind of like okay, we have we're right here, we can win this game, and if you run the ball and you establish that line of scrimmage late in this game, and you run the football, you're going to end this ball game, and that's exactly what Texas did. Did they get a, help, a little help from an offside? Sure, but they had already they had already ran the ball well in that series before that. Uh, but it's, it's going to be tough sledding, running the football. If you play against Alabama or you play against Georgia, if you're looking for five yards of rush, you're looking at the wrong game. I mean, yeah. if, if it's about staying, sticking with the run, and it's about guys running physical. Cedric Baxter, Bobby, ran physical for a freshman running back last night. That guy walked into that stadium, and he was not scared at all. And we've mentioned it before. We have covered – we've been in this business 50 years combined. We haven't seen soft or not physical running backs come out of the state of Florida. Cedric Baxter brought it physically. Um, then Jonathan Brooks was right there. And, look, credit to Jonathan Brooks. He probably wanted to be the starter this year. Cedric Baxter's a starting running back. But that shows his resi continued resiliency and toughness. Um, and he has some winner's DNA in him. He makes plays. Yep, I – C.J. Baxter also, uh, we should mention this, C.J. Baxter also with four catches for 21 yards, Jonathan Brooks with a catch, uh, Jaden Blue with a catch, Keelan Robinson 
with a catch. That's four different running backs also getting the ball uh, that way. What do you think on a grade there, Jerry? An A? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's an A. And I thought they were good in pass protection. Again, you know, Quinn, uh, uh, except for when he slid, his jersey was clean. The icy yeah. whites were clean leaving Tuscaloosa. All right. Hey, I want to say thank you. Uh, each and every episode of the Horns Grade is brought to you by the Rodman Firm, PLLC. Tim Rodman and his group are committed to serving your needs in business, commercial and residential real estate, construction law, and more. Throughout the state of Texas, Tim and his team pride themselves on detailed representation and developing long-lasting relationships with their clients. If you need help in any of those areas, call Tim at 281-343-3382 or visit rodmanfirm.com. That's 281-343-3382. Jerry, there may not be a receiver group in the country uh, that could do what Texas did last year other than Ohio State, or last week, or last night, excuse me, other than Ohio, uh, other than Ohio State. Maybe USC is showing that way right now. Um, the Longhorns dropped one touchdown for sure with uh, Xavier Worthy, but then came back and beat Alabama over the top twice. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on Xavier, Adonai Mitchell, Jordan Whittington, uh, that crew? What 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 I my takeaway from this crew is they have a complete receiver core. I agree. And by, th and by that point. I mean Xavier Worthy has stop start make you miss. He can he can catch a ball one yard past the line of scrimmage and go get a first down. And he does it with physicality and toughness, even though he's one seventy one hundred seventy two yep. pounds. Yep. Then you have he's Jordan Whittington. Hey Jerry, he's got a little something in his neck. He does. No yep. doubt. I agree. Jordan Whittington. Another physical wideout, blocks, makes plays. He may not make the down-the-field wow play that's going to be on SportsCenter, but he makes a lot of really solid football plays. He's good after the run. He's a semi-running back after the catch, right? Uh, so he has that. Then you have A.D. Mitchell, who's a big play down-the-field 50-50 ball winner. So they have a complete wide receiver core, and it's only going to get better as the season moves along when Isaiah Nao and Jonte Cook and some of those young guys get incorporated more. But they're three guys right now. They're three go-to guys. Um, Texas has had a talented wide receiver core before. They trotted out B.J. Roy and Sloan. None of the guys on this Texas team are as good as Roy Williams, but as a core, I think they're better because of all their strengths and how it meshes together. I agree. We didn't even see Isaiah Newer last night. Hey, um, wide receiver, we gave him an A minus, guys. An A minus. We thought it could have been better had Worthy come down with a couple catches. Jordan Whittington missed a, a third down. That was a catchable ball. Uh, but look, they got behind the Alabama secondary. They caused a PI. They they <laughs> look. There, you, you're not going to get a hundred percent perfect games. Really good game uh, from the Longhorn wide receivers. Tight end though. It may have been close to a perfect game. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, uh, JT Sanders uh, just had a whale of a football game. Gunnar Helm, they they ran 12 personnel a lot, Jerry, Yeah, uh, and put that into motion. Darn near perfect game from JT Sanders. I worried a little bit about that early catch and possible fumble, but they ruled it an incompletion. I, I give JT Sanders an A-plus, five catches, 114 yards. No, no doubt. It's A-plus for tight ends, uh, effort in the blocking game, big plays in the pass game. I mean, you know, 
JT Sanders, the crazy thing, Bobby, JT Sanders is going to watch that tape and say, I probably should have scored last night. Yep. Because he caught the ball in space with some great opportunities, but it's definitely an A-plus from that position. Um, couldn't have been a better night for uh, JT Sanders, Gunner Helm, and the tight end. All right. Uh, offensive line, much maligned a week ago, Jerry. For reason. Step- yes. Stepping up in Tuscaloosa. Zero sacks, Jerry. Zero sacks uh, against a team that can get after the quarterback. Uh, we saw Cole Hudson come in. He played well. DJ Campbell blocked a guy into the end zone, traded off a block extremely well on Jonathan Brooks touchdown. They may be finding a little something right now with the offensive line, we think. Uh, it's got to be consistent. No pre-snap penalties of note. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, uh, uh, going into this game, we've been talking about it. I I thought this was an OL game from the start because Alabama was going to play to stop the run, number one, and then they were going to try to hit your quarterback, too. And the only way you can put up 460 yards or whatever it was Texas did and score 34 points in Tuscaloosa is if your offensive line plays a high-level game. Otherwise, it doesn't happen unless you have Vince Young or Cam Newton at quarterback just running around making plays with their feet and arm, right? Yeah. the Texas offensive line, look, even Sark in his press conference after the game, you know, he brought up that they weren't as physical as they needed to be. He, he pretty much came out and said what people were thinking. It was a great week to coach these guys, and boy, did they respond. The offensive line play last night, for me, looking at the tech, rest of the Texas season, they played at a high enough level last night to where it changes my season expectations. Oh wow, that would that, be that's what that's that's where I go with that, Bobby. Because I was sitting at ten and two this year, and that doesn't mean they're going to play perfect every game, but they're not going to play better front seven personnel. They may have play against a player that rushes the quarterback better, maybe a guy that makes more plays in a certain game. But this offensive line performance, who would have bet if there was one bet to make out of this game? And I said, yeah, it, bet on this. Quinn Ewers won't get hit and hit the ground, really. He won't get sacked at all in Tuscaloosa. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. I would not have that, that changes my season yeah. expectations a little bit. I, I think we give the, the offensive line an A. Uh, they did not get going fast in the run game, but uh, ultimately, man, you don't you don't milk out the last seven minutes of clock. Uh, in yeah. the fourth quarter when uh, Nick Saban uses three timeouts to stop the game. You don't milk it out uh, with just running plays without an offensive line that's uh, fit to be tied yeah. uh, a little bit. Uh, overall, we gave him an A. 
Uh, the offense overall, Jerry, 454 total yards against Alabama. I don't think there's any other question than this. A plus. A plus. plus. A, a plus. Period. I mean, look, hey, they were literally maybe a Xavier Worthy drop, maybe the Jonathan Brooks one from playing a per I would say having a perfect grade. You're going to face some adversity, right? I mean, yeah. but th they're two catches drop passes away from probably having a perfect grade on offense as a team. I got to say this, give my hats off to Steve Sarkeesian um, and the overall game plan on offense. Getting Quinn Ewers going early in the short game paid dividends later. He had more confidence. He built himself up. He started moving up in the pocket more than ever. Uh, Ewers even, you know, on that very first drive, Jerry, he escaped for another first down on yeah. third down. Yeah. Um, all he has to do is be an effective runner at times. He doesn't have to be the. He doesn't have to be Jalen Milrow because he's got. He can throw the ball on, you know, so well. Yeah. But the offense moved the ball all night long on Alabama. Now to varying degrees, right? But they were consistent. A plus for me, man. Uh, just tremendous. Uh, effort and outlook. All right, let's go to defense. But before we do, we want to say uh, thank you to our, our sponsor one last time here. Uh, this episode of Texas Football is brought to you by the Rodman Firm, PLLC. Tim Rodman and his group are committed to serving your needs in business, commercial and residential real estate, construction law, and much, much more throughout the state of Texas. Tim and his team pride themselves on detailed representation and developing long-lasting relationships with their clients. Call Tim at 281-343-3382 or visit rodmanfirm.com. That's 281-343-3382. Tim, we appreciate your sponsorship of On Texas Football. Let's go to the defense, Jerry. Start with the interior defensive line. Uh, I'll tell you what, in, in, when I was taping the uh, rapid reactions with Justin Wells earlier this morning, uh, one of the things we talked about was the depth that Texas rolled out there with. Yeah. I thought the depth at defensive tackle really showed. Uh, they were getting gapped, uh, gashed early, and then cleaned it up in the second half. What are your thoughts about those big guys in, in the middle? I thought at the beginning of the game, maybe they weren't getting feet across the line of scrimmage, right? And, and you're not going to stop the run if you don't get feet across the line of scrimmage. Um, but I thought that was maybe part of the game plan early on. Honestly, I, we have to watch, go back and watch. Interesting to see what Rod said. Were they more stack and shed versus more attacking? I, I think that's going to be interesting to see uh, what Rod thinks on the uh, on the uh, second watch. I've not had a chance, obviously, to watch it again. But I thought once they started getting more penetration and they started attacking, that changed the Alabama run game. Now, also. also Alabama was never in the lead to really try to pound the football, right? I agree. That, so Texas controlled the game and controlled what Alabama wanted to do. I don't think Alabama wanted to throw the ball as much as they did in that game. So I think once Texas started getting more aggressive with the defensive front, I thought they had a lot more success. Uh, so the grade's tough. Maybe it didn't start as great early, but it ended really, really well. I, I agree with you here. You, you and I talked prior to this, obviously, going over the grades that we we're going to give. We said B- minus for the first half and A-plus for yeah. the second half. Tale of two halves, really, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and, and then you look at this. So what did Texas have? Five sacks last night. 
Byron Murphy missed maybe the best sack opportunity, <laughs> right? So, but he was there. He was there, right? Alfred Collins made a couple of plays. Devondre Sweat beat a couple of double teams to make really good plays. Um, so you saw the depth show up. Um, and look, here's the thing with defensive line depth. Trill Carter's not healthy yet. I don't think Sadir Mitchell will continue to come on. Um, you're going to see these guys get better and better this season. Man, Jerry, go the, the A minus for defensive line. Now let's talk about the edge. Yeah. How much have you and I talked about that position over the last two years? Oh, yeah. Probably I mean, only people have talked about it more is in the Texas football office, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I just put this out there. Uh, we're, let's just give them the grade right now. A plus. Yes. Uh, they Absolutely. deserve it. I mean, you, I'll let you talk about Ethan Burke and, and Anthony Hill and Baron Sorrell and even Jet Bush played out there a little bit. Uh, Justice Finkley, those guys gave A plus effort and had an A-plus effect. Yeah. I, I Look, Ethan Burke, this is where teams go. This is where you change your expectation levels for teams early in seasons, is you see players make huge jumps. Development, player development. I mean, Ethan Burke is – what's interesting to me is we went into the season thinking Baron Sorrell would lead this team in sacks, but the way they're playing this defensive front right now, it's going to be Ethan Burke. He's lining up as a two-point stance edge rusher a lot of times out wide as a nine, right? Seven and nine. He is – Texas is telling us right now this guy's made a huge jump from year one to year two. And then I, the thing about it, Bobby, is in the run game, he's not even close to where he'll be a year from now from a strength perspective. He's just now starting to find that. But he battles in the run game. He has those long arms. He's never out of a play because of his length. Uh, but it's really his toughness and his grit and all the things Sark said about him. He's the most improved player on the team after two games from last I, season. I Absolutely. And I'll tell you this much, adding him and Anthony Hill, Yeah, those are two legit pass rushers. Yeah. And I will say this, both of them made shoestring-type tackles on one of the best running quarterbacks in the country. Yeah. Don't forget that. Uh, the fact that they used Anthony Hill at times, I know he was playing linebacker at that time, uh, to, to spy Jalen Milrow at times, and he actually kept him short of the first down uh, on uh, two occasions. Look, uh, just hats off to the edge play at the University of Texas on uh, Saturday night. A-plus uh, from us. Yeah. Linebackers. Uh, if there was... A, a position that maybe didn't excel. Uh, it, it's this David Benda took some bad early angles yeah. that allowed Jalen Milrow out. Benda got beat on a uh, almost a what do you call that? An out and up type wow. route uh, from the uh, the inside receiver that he was responsible for. Then you had guys. Then you had Jalen Ford could a makeable interception, right? Right. Uh, but I thought they really came back and Ford in particular played really, really well in the second half. Yeah, for sure. And Benda made the hustle play sack, right? So he, yeah, he made up for it. Uh, Anthony Hill's play at linebacker, whether you consider him an edge or a linebacker, uh, he's giving you pass rush that you didn't have last year. DeMarvin Overshun, good player, different level pass rusher. Different yeah. level stuff, right? And so I, I think what we're seeing now is a, a linebacker position. And Maurice Blackwell may be back on the field next week. 
Wow. I, I, I had even totally forgotten that. That's a great point. Yeah. So this is about to be a full strength linebacker crew with Maurice back Blackwell coming back and Anthony Hill growing up quickly. Um, and you'll start to see Leona LaFowle. Some of these guys play a little bit more as season moves along. Jet Bush uh, played well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it was a tremendous game for the Texas linebackers considering I don't, this is not the position you look at and say, okay, we expect this to be the A plus level play every week. If there was a spot on this defense and you say, okay, we don't expect it to be a plus level play every week. It's linebacker, but they acquitted themselves very well because here's the reality. Alabama may not be what they once were as far as just overwhelming you with talent on offense, but Nye Black's going to be a draft pick. Jermaine Burton, those guys are going to be draft picks. This is as talented of a team as Texas will play this year at the skill spots probably. Yep. I we gave we gave the the linebackers a B plus. I think that's fair. I I, I do too because there are a couple opportunities there that that Alabama could have stretched a lead, not stretched a lead, but gotten back in the game on some stuff. B plus. If there's one question mark, it was that one. Yeah. Uh, secondary. Although I do think Jalen Ford played a whale of the game of in course, the second yeah. half. Uh, secondary. Uh, a minus is what we gave them. Uh, they looked uh, great in certain situations, and then tell you what, Alabama hit them for two big plays in the second half. Uh, that that was probably uh, the negatives, but they also came away with two takeaways. Jade uh, Barron with a textbook play yeah. uh, in the first quarter, and then also uh, also excuse me, that's the second quarter. I can't even remember right now. First quarter, the, yeah, first quarter, and then the other one that was just so textbook was Jaron Thompson running to a spot to make the interception on Jalen Milrow. I I I came away saying an A minus. Um, even though they let a couple of explosives, because to your point, Jerry, when Jalen Milrow was back there and had some time free, they didn't do much. That the only negative I really remember that I could recall, other than the two long passes, was the third and seventeen, where the safeties just gave up way too much ground. Yeah. I, so I, I kind of separated this grade here. I, when Jalen Catalan's in the game, I think it's an A plus. Oh, interesting. He is a different. I mean, he led the team in tackles and played a half the game. Yeah, and, and he's so instinctive in coverage. When he's in the game, it's an A plus. When he's not in the game, it's a B plus. I think there's that big of a difference when he's playing. Yeah, I, I look because there is a drop off at safety and coverage when he's not there. From from both not and not just Keaton Crawford either. Right, J Jared Thompson can, was proven to be able to get beaten over the top. Yeah, right. Um, all right, all right. Let's let's talk about this uh, overall defensive grade. Uh, Jerry, what do you, what do you think you're going to give the guys? Uh, they went into Tuscaloosa and they won, um, and the defense played well enough to win that football game. It, it, it wasn't a high scoring 46 41 game. Okay, so the defense played well enough to win the game. A Alabama had one trip inside the red zone on the road. So I mean, whether you say A A plus or wherever you go with it. Um, probably not an A plus, but you can give them a solid A. Uh, I'm going to read you this and just 362 yards of total offense for Alabama, only 107 on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Five sacks, nine tackles for loss. Yep. If that Jerry, if that's not an A, I don't know what is. Right. And last hard. phase, last phase of the game, special teams. Uh, Jerry, you're a special teams kind of. Yeah. Zealot. <laughs> so 
Uh, lead us through what our grade was on that and why. Okay, it's um, I thought Texas won all three phases this, of this game this uh, Saturday night. I really do. Uh, they're a missed 42-yard field goal from having a perfect grade for me. And the reason why is Texas Gunners are tremendous. Um, their lane discipline is tremendous in kickoff return game. This is an extremely well-coached group uh, phase of the game. Ryan Sanborn is a difference maker punting the football. We talked about it. You know, he was pe- and for years he punted at Stanford, that wet grass, marine layer. That ball doesn't go as far. He averaged 50 yards a punt last night, and he flipped the field. Texas couldn't flip the field at the punting game since Michael Dixon went to the NFL. They flipped the field last night. And if if Sanborn does that, that's going to be huge because I know Texas fans are excited, but Georgia won 26-22 at Missouri last year. They won 16-6 at Kentucky. There's going to be tough, tight games out there for Texas. Um Punting the football and flipping a field can be a difference. Will Stone kicking it through the end zone. He's no, got a stronger leg this year, guys. Alabama only returned one kick last night. Yeah. Yeah, yep. one kick. So when you combine that, and here's the other crazy thing, Robbie, because Texas was in had control of the game, the momentum of the game. They didn't, haven't gone after a punt yet this year. So the, the Big 12 teams are like, oh, man, we haven't even seen that yet, right? They'll see it at Bay. They'll see it in Waco, you know coming up here in or against Wyoming. Yeah. This yeah. coming week at the Longhorns. So there. I thought I thought I give even though even though you missed a 42 yarder, I, I give special teams an A plus. There was a 42 yarder from a perfect grade. Yeah. I I I I think that look points matter. I would I would have given them an A instead of an A plus, but I get you. I mean no no <laughs> not gonna argue nits when <laughs> Texas just went into Tuscaloosa and took down mighty Nick. Yeah, you know that that's just uh, ridiculous. But uh, congratulations to the entire Texas team. I think these grades that Jerry and I have given reflect exactly how much of a team effort it was to defeat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. All right, uh, Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and on three. Uh, if you have a chance, guys, please take advantage of our latest offer. It's uh, two months for just one dollar of Inside Texas right now. That's right, two months. For $1, all you have to do is use special promo code OTFIT23. That's OTFIT23, $1 for two months. Make sure you select the monthly offer. All right, Jerry, we want to thank our sponsor, Rodman Firm. Uh, if you have business uh, law questions, construction, et cetera, make sure you check out Tim Rodman. Uh, Jerry, great meet, great seeing you again. A lot yeah. of work you did last night with the watch with us, the post game, everything, tremendous stuff. Uh, For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been On Texas Football.